take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff and that takes care of the problem you are now listening to from the pit it's killing a lot of people and welcome to from the pit the show where we bring you everything from colonialism warshipping war jazz and roll taxation without distortion funk to Smash Mouth rebranding as XX Smash Mouth XX featuring featuring Guy Fieri. God damn it! <laughs> that first one was you know, hefty. I'm pretty sure I saw XXX Smash Mouth XXX with Despise You in L.A. once. Nice. Yeah, I think so. I was I was really drunk. I'd had like I'd had like three forties of Hurricane, so I could be misremembering things. That'll do it. Yeah. Actually, it'll make you not remember anything. Might make you forget your own fucking name, really. Mind erasers. <laughs> Do they call them that? They should. No. That's, uh, isn't that the... It's that layered mixed drink you drink with a straw. Well, I think it, it was, uh, it was a thing. You, like, uh, you hit a bong, held it in, did a shot, uh, oh, a shotgun of beer. Oh, Some yeah, strike like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, uh... Yeah. See, for a second, I thought you were talking about a crack pipe, which is... Wild Turkey 101, 101 Proof Schnapps, and Bacardi 151 all in the same glass. Yeah, I know there's a difference between the two. I can't remember which one's which, though. So well, all you got to do to make the crack pipe, like, you just call it a suicide. You just do that and then throw, like, the biggest bong hit you can possibly take on top of that. Well, we're not from the toilet bowl. We are from the pit. <laughs> mm-hmm. We are going to bring you some sweet new musical suggestions. Oh, That's yes. That's right. That's right. That's and that's right. For the second week in a row, I'm starting us off. That's oh. awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's, let's get it. All right. So first two suggestions are going to be from Donnie. Um, oh. oh yeah. So we're starting off with a band called Warforged. Forged. Oh. I like where Donnie's head's at already. Oh yeah. Um. So the track that we're going to listen to, which is called "We've Been Here Before." Is the only track off their upcoming album in May. So, uh, I'm gonna take a little bit, listen to this. Thank you. 
Their band camp is so green, I didn't know what to expect out of it. <laughs> it's like there's just moss growing all over their band camp. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It makes me want to get closer to nature. What I really fucking dig about this is they're they're doing the whole like technical death metal playing, but usually when you get that, you get this like super uh, super cleaned up sound. Whereas they're going with the full on like this just complete wall of noise slamming you. Cacophonous. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it sort of builds and breaks over and over again. Mm-hmm. You, just, you said this was one track. This is one track. There's going to be nine on the in the album. Uh, oh, okay. It's it's like one preview track. Yeah. Uh, I I really dig again, like you were saying, as opposed to being the spick and span. Mm-hmm. Like this reminds me more of what I kind of like about. Um, what you brought in a week or two was that Karen year? Oh, uh, the one that was like kind of like a that epic crust. Yeah. Yes. Karen yes. for the same reasons. Mm-hmm. Kind of. I don't know what to expect in a good way. Mm-hmm. Unpredictable. That's the word. Yes. Uh, that the album is called. It's just one colon voice. <laughs> <laughs> so. To get a hold of that, go to warforged.bandcamp.com. Very nice. Thank mm. you, Donnie. Mm-hmm. Nice. Now his uh his next bring in is also gonna be in the uh kind of in the death metal camp. Little little band called Wretched Fate. Um we're gonna take a listen to a little bit of the song Taker of Souls. Tom play that. Shut it off. Kanda. Shut it off. Kanda. Shut it off. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm 0% shocked that that came out of Ohio. <laughs> so, or, or can, I, can, I be, can I be brutally honest about this? Yeah. Okay. Um, this would be so solid as fuck if not for one thing and one thing only. Uh, if this had a completely different guitar tone, it would be really good. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it right now. Ban the HM2. I'm sick of fucking hearing it. And like that is the only thing that is keeping this from ascending to something better, I feel. Because like I've gotten to the point where I think that this type of tone is awful. Like, I, and I am sick to death of hearing it. Well, I know it, it's, a har- it's a harsh and cruel thing to say. It's just like that's the one thing that is killing this for me. Because, man, I hear the riffs. The drum production is like the drumming and the drum production especially are fantastic. But, man... Oh, that guitar tone just, oh, it held it back. It held it back. Some if people it sounded more like the first Unleashed album. If if it if they gave it a little more low end and made it punchier and got rid of that fucking HM2, I'm sure they have. <laughs> it, it, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sick to fucking death of the Swedish, like the Sunlight Studios tone. Like, it's not that good of a tone, guys. And, sorry. And some people like it. Yeah, so. you shouldn't. <laughs> oh, well. I thought it was tasty as fuck. <laughs> uh, Jesus. I mean, it's okay. It's okay to be wrong. Wrong. If you want to, to, to ride the fence. Um, I, I mean, I see what he's saying. It, it was a, it was a little muddy in the mix, but, um, I have not been numbed to the, uh, HM2. Like I, uh, I, I still, it's whatever. I mean, well, you're, you're talking to the guy who spends like, several hours a week just like digging through death metal bands on Bandcamp. And, oh yeah. This, this just this listening, not even yeah. just on Bandcamp, just like everywhere in general. And man, it's just, it is so pervasive. It's like how, it's like how everyone, like we're kind of at the, the, the tail end of everyone wanting to sound like incantation. And like, I'm hoping that kind of dies off too. Cause I'm sick of that. But yeah, this like, this is a, uh, because there's a lot of talent in this band, I can absolutely tell. Like it's just that, man. Uh, it's just the one thing that's killing it for me. I also, I really, uh, I'm really digging some of the uh, the song titles, like heading, yeah, for, heading for beheading, and even the. Uh, I will give, I will give him props on the Evil Dead uh, sound oh, yeah. clip, though. Oh yeah. Also the um, the album title, which is Fleshlighting. Uh, well, I would say, so, to, I would say to Sammy, it's like if you acknowledge the talent then maybe this is something you would <clears throat> maybe keep uh in your sights for later maybe see if they happen to change their their guitar tones but i hope so I because mean, if they if they go, if they go for like a thicker just like a thicker punchier tone and something that's not like because that like if yeah, i could like describe a 50, like a 5150 and then i'll be yeah no nah. and if i could if i could describe a guitar tone as nasally it's that type of of tone and once you <laughs> once you actually sit back and think about it you won't be able to unhear it well that's a little that's a little sneak peek uh, uh yeah yeah oh did i did i do that bit already fuck well you, no you didn't do that bit yet that's later they'll hear okay. that bit later but oh. what, what i have to say is I'm- i do agree with you on the other hand that there is a lot of talent here in a sense oh, that totally totally this is the kind of death that probably got me into the more old school stuff mm. you know what i'm saying yeah. like the technical Fair. but raw and aggressive you know to a flaw 
Yeah, basically at this point, if I'm if I'm not listening to like like an ever flowing stream or dark recollections, I don't, don't want to hear an HM2 anymore. Well, if you still like hearing HM2, <laughs> I do. Head over to redefiningdarknessrecords.bandcamp.com and look for Wretched Fates Fleshlighting. Will you? Now. Yeah. Now time to go to my personal bring-in for the week. Ooh, oh, yes. Oh yeah. I got to catch up. <laughs> so something I uh, I just found pretty recently. Oh, wow. Look at this page layout. Oh, yeah. I love, Dude, I love their page layout here. This is really cool. It is red. So a little band called Bringer of Sorrow, and we're going to take a listen to the track of the same name. Tom, play it. kinds of places yeah and so much distortion i'm not entirely sure what to think of that that was uh interesting to say the least yeah i'm gonna have to spend some time with this one you'll you'll get more uh more like slow tempo bits and then you'll have there's tracks like uh like bloodhawk that's just a fucking bloodhawk yeah Mm. it's just spooky (laughs) <laughs> like it's it's real grim sounding yes that's it's definitely what they're they're going for um even their band camp description is uh bringer of sorrow is a representative of everyday life and the struggle that everyone has to go through on a day-to-day basis this is your salvation nice it's it, there's moments where it's more in the doom camp but then there's other moments where like it has almost like a a rock and roll edge to it and you're like it's fantastic um, I, I don't think Cosmo likes it. <laughs> <laughs> also, that um, 
That's coming out of Washington, and the album is They Dwell in Lightning. That's pretty awesome. Yep. That, this Man. was one of those I... I got through about like half the album. I was like, and looks like we're purchasing you. Oh man. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm gonna look into that myself. And those are my bring-ins for the week. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. Really, really hope everyone likes dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cosmo's got a hair up his butt. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's surprising. It's surprising that Cosmo comes through so loud and clear when like the, gigantic Dobermans who never shut the fuck up who live next to my house never come through at all. Well, to be fair, Cosmo's probably right above us right now. Yeah. 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 And he's just derping out. (laughs) (laughs) I love Cosmo, though. He's so dumb, but I like him. Oh, God. Uh, Also, to get that, go to bringerofsorrow.bandcamp.com Dope. Very nice. Three. This next one looks pretty cool. Look at you. Yeah, I'm probably going to have three for a while. So proud of you. Thank Someone, you, honey. <laughs> someone's got to cut back so I can stop bringing in just singles. Because I looked at it and I was like, fuck me, we're at eight. I can't, I can't, like, I'll take it easy for a little while. <laughs> All right. So first up, we had a couple recommendations from one of our one of our listeners, and that's that's super awesome. First up. Yeah. His uh his friend he shouted out his friends first, which is also fucking baller. Um Blind Monarch. Off of what is imposed must be endured. Now everybody's gonna have to chill. Frank brought in a lot of fast, aggressive stuff. We're gonna let's listen to the track. Okay. Gotta slow down. Yes, sir. Hmm. Stuff like this always makes me want to just like 
remove the muffler at my car <laughs> so I can have it be as loud as possible at like low cruising speeds. See, I wasn't you wasn't sure where you were going you with that. I thought you were going to say fit a hose into the back and close off the garage <laughs> <laughs> and wait just long enough. To see, you know. No, that's just me. Play chicken that's with me. your life. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I got to get to the other side and come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, you like, really want to play chicken. You got to, you got to take a sleeping pill and a laxative at the same time and see which one comes out on top. Just fucking ghetto flatliners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, definitely. This is definitely like a slow build, a slow burn, but mm-hmm. it's got the harsh vocals to keep you sort of in, in you know, in the pocket. That's one yeah. of the things I really liked. Um, they didn't spend a minute and a half just building up. Right. Like, you got the riff and the fucking vocals came in. Like, I, that's perfect. It, 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 when it's this style, I don't need... Four minutes of your fucking riff. <laughs> I heard it the first fucking twenty times you there's, did it. Like there's a uh, there's a meme. What? And it's well, that's that's like the that's the the problem inherent with Doom though is just you know you think your riff is so good that you think it bears repeating thirty five times. I was gonna say um there's a meme and it's like oh when you're late to the, you're two hours late to the Doom show and they've already played three songs and it's the the principal Skinner, pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're like Sunno or some shit, yeah. But no, this is this is fucking dope. Absolutely, definitely, uh, definitely hitting the despair uh, notes. Yeah, yes, and off of an album named "What Is Imposed Must Be Endured." Yep, you're hitting on the right notes. Uh, I don't know if anybody's peeped that album art, but um. It definitely uh, yeah oh. paints a picture <laughs> of desperation. That's um, actually it, it has a bit of a it has a bit of a uh, dead congregation vibe to me. I don't know if I'm the only one who feels like that, but I, I mean, I from like my limited cover. knowledge, sure, yeah. Um, good band. You should you should start listening to them. They're good. Okay, I will. Yeah. This uh this is a preview track for a pre-order. My mother, my cradle, my tomb. And that was just a brief glimpse of a ten-minute track. Nice. That's a good title. My mother, my tomb. My mother, my cradle. My, my tomb. That's a good title. I like that's, that. It's. I mean, if I'm picking up what they're putting down, that's intensely dark. So again, that is Blind Monarch, and you can find them at blindmonarch.bandcamp.com. That'll be out April fifth. Tom, Dude, are you, what are is, you, are what, you, is Cosmo, what is Cosmo so pissed off about? Tom, are you a hundred percent sure no one's being murdered upstairs? <laughs> <laughs> I tuned. Um, I, I grew up with dogs. I tuned it right out. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I wasn't even paying attention. I, I it just I just noticed it again because the fucking you can't hear it while the music's playing because that's coming through the headphones. All right. Well, let but. me get up to another track and then maybe it'll taper <laughs> off. <laughs> Now, um, Mike himself uh, has a band. They got recently got back together. Their Ooh. name is Temple Steps, and we're going to give that a listen.
fuzzy episode. It has. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't expecting the tempo to pick up like that. No, but I'm. I'm. I'm glad about that. I like the dynamics going on here. Yeah. The switch up in the beginning, and generally just the, like the. Uh, it, it just keeps it interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Temple Steps. That was their demo, uh, 2019, released in March, March first. Um, check it out, man. Uh, it's a two track. That was Imposters, and you can find that at templesteps.bandcamp.com. Nice. Yes, sir. Now, next up, I'm going to perform a magic trick. I'm going to make $10 disappear from your bank account, Frank. No, I'm like at my <laughs> limit for albums this uh, week. Well, listen, here's the trick, Tom. I'm sorry, is this the time to play, or is that the timestamp? No, it's the amount of time to play. is metal again yeah <laughs> this is uh, oh my god um i it's like they took so much of what i was listening to around like 2005 and just improved on it massively what what i also really dig about this it's got that like that punky edge to it yeah. with like almost hair metal to- guitar tone yeah the, well that's exactly there was a whole fucking scene that was basically that at the time uh and this is exactly what it was just this is even fucking better this is like 
this is just beer chugging and slamming into each other music. This album like, is incredible. I fucking love the album name. Dude, like, uh, okay, so the track name was Christ's Last, Last Hiss. <laughs> uh, uh, hiss. <laughs> uh, the, tra- uh, the album name is Satan Spits on Children of Light. Uh, it, it's, they're out of Philly. Um, uh, I ordered the cassette. God, yeah. what is in the water? What is in the water in Philly, man? What is it about that place? Ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> don't you mean? Don't you mean ignorance? Yes. Like I didn't have no, time yeah. to fuck around with Bandcamp asking me if I wanted to buy the album because I was doing work for the podcast. I needed to. I agonized over three tracks because they were all objectively perfect to bring on the show, and <sighs> it just you know getting down to that point where it's like, ah, oh, what. So I just picked um, it, the whole thing. It, like I said, incredible. So you just like throw a dart at your monitor, just like whichever one this lands on is the song I bring. In. I went with instinct first pick. You know, uh, the other one that was like runner up, and and I, it was the uh, single track. It was what I had initially heard over the weekend. Um, so shit, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that was literally <laughs> like as it's playing. I'm like, all right, this is cool. I heard the tone, and once everything like came yeah. together, I was like, "Son of a fucking bitch!" <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm like Frank and Phil and and Sammy are all going to appreciate this tone and this this writing style. Like, yeah, yep. So yeah, that's a that's enough said. Devilmaster.bandcamp.com. Fuck, that's dope. so good. All right, we got a couple more. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. This is a, a thick episode. I don't know if we mentioned anything about it up until this point, but you got to hang around till the end because there is going thick. to be an interview. Yeah, this episode. Yes, this episode is thick. With I, I'm not sure if we were waiting to announce that. No, I uh, I totally forgot to mention it at the beginning. But yeah, we do have the interview with Evan from uh, Scaphism. Yeah, absolutely. So don't go nowhere. Yeah, it was cool. Cool interview. I mean, we exchanged guacamole recipes. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> and I'm not joking. That, right. That's not a joke. And we're spoilers. That actually, that actually happened. God, that guacamole is so fucking good. All right. That being said, uh, I got uh, I got something that's gonna put put uh, put some hair on your chest, boys. So mm. uh, Tom, why don't you roll that, buddy?
Oof. It's just churning through filth. I never thought I'd say that those bell triplets were so nasty. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I guess if you ever wondered how you can make bell triplets nasty, I guess we've uh, found our answer, huh? (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, that was... uh, that was two minutes off of the eight minutes and 45 seconds total of uh, the track Crawling Fire off of La Croix de Sang by Drastus out of France. Drastus spelled D-R-A-S-T-U-S. So, first of all, uh, the cover drew me in because blue is my favorite color. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, okay, this uh, this this has a, this has a, a primitive medieval feel to it. And I'm liking the aesthetic already. Then I heard the riffs and just these, just these, this thick, nasty, murky production and the, the weird, just the weird fucking vocals throughout. And it, it by the way, this, it's, it's a very strange album in a lot of ways. Just some unnerving sounds, some creepy approaches to what they do. <clears throat> so yeah, um, <clears throat> head over to drastus.com. Bandcamp.com. Speaking of unnerving approaches and creepy sounds. (laughs) It doesn't get old for me. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Also, this came out three days ago. Oh, the wailing was was doing it for me. Mm. Yeah. It's uh, like I said, it's I like I like shit that's weird and creepy, but still grounded in heavy. Like, because a lot of people think that uh, a, a lot of people think that if if you want to sound weird while you're playing metal that you have to let it can't be as heavy i feel like a lot of bands believe that for some reason like no no you can be creepy and weird and still be heavy as fuck and i know because drastus do it very very well and i mean i don't even i'm not even entirely sure how to classify this i mean i know some people be like yeah that's like the war, the war metal shit I'm like no dude this is just this is just nasty that's how I describe it. I was gonna say it makes me think of trying to paddle a boat, but there's no water; it's just mud and sadness. <laughs> so, so basically, like you're, you're trying to paddle across the river Styx. Yeah, yeah. Basically, trying to paddle across this great Stygian maw that you feel like you can never escape. What's after war? Fallout? What is it? Fallout metal? <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Uh, yeah. So head over to. Uh, drastus.bandcamp.com and check out the the album LaCroix de Sang. They have another one up. Uh, actually, I think it's a... Uh, well, it looks like it's an EP. By the way, uh, I hope you have time if you're going to be listening to this album because there are multiple songs on this album that are over eight minutes long. In fact, there's one that's almost ten. So, hope you got time. Hey, because there's also a lot to unpack here and I guarantee you, you're not going to get... You're not going to you're not going to comprehend it all in just one listen. So go give it a, give it a chance. If you think you can do it. Nice. Very nice. And that's good. Do it. That's my casual single for the day. Cool. Um, also only doing one. As I said, that put us at nine <laughs> already. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm going to completely change it up. Uh, Tom, roll it.
all accounts sign me up. Yep. Yeah, it's not real, uh, real punky, melodic, post-hardcore. God, it just—it's—it's got this like this aggression to it, but it's also so easy to listen to. Like, yeah, it's—it's real upbeat. Uh, Yeah, it's one of those rare occasions where I think they both complement each other really well. Like, no, I guess it's not so rare, but it really works. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like. Uh, the simplicity and energy of the music with the aggression of the vocals. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, this is, this is right up my alley. <laughs> yeah, I figured you'd like this I, one. I really do. <laughs> so uh, that was the track, That Good Kind of Glue, off of the album What We Got in Common by Group of Man out of the UK. <sighs> it made me want to two-step. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's perfect. Um, the whole album has that that sort of a feel to it. Awesome. Uh, yeah, checking that out <clears throat> later. Um, thank you, Donnie. Thank you, Mike, for the bring-ins. You know, mm-hmm. don't forget to check out those suggestions because they were very tasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can find Group of Man at groupofman.bandcamp.com. My bad. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh, guys, wait. Fuck. Um. Can we just talk like before we do the the most important segment of all? Can I just talk really quick about where I was last week, or because well, you might you might remember that uh, that that falls into post. Is yeah. it? Is it post? Oh, oh that's okay. post. That is so yeah. post. Oh. So yeah. Yep, yep, oh, yep. Discussions happen after oh. the bruise. Yeah, you gotta you gotta wait. Fuck. Shut up. All right. Cool. Let's do it. <laughs> most important most important segment of all. My personal favorite segment. Some might say yeah. it is the best segment. The Co- only segment. Of course, we were talking about the Brutal Brews. Really kind of the first actual segment segment that we did for the show. It, mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it is definitely our longest running segment. It's the one that stuck. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Why don't we just hop right into it? All right. <sighs> Shut <laughs> up. This, <laughs> this, is, this, this is the Brutal Brews. Tom Rollins. on all their oh graves let them soak up the memories like, 
like listening to that just the kind of shit that'll put fucking hair on your nuts man i just gained two inches on my biceps and then got a six pack just (laughs) listening to that (laughs) just just like 10 extra pounds of muscle mass just appeared out of nowhere you're like like, damn oh fuck i need to do some work get some fucking cash (laughs) and it's not just a swarly thing to say but it's fucking you really think about it like there's, oh man, there's so many ways to interpret it. Like that is, whew. So who are we listening to? So that was Lionheart, and that was the track "Hail Mary" off of their album. Well, kind of EP more. Uh, Welcome to the West Coast. God, they're mm. so fucking good. Yes. Yeah, uh, I know. I swear, I swear to God, Lionheart may be like the most hardcore, hardcore name. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's fucking funny? That you, the way that I found Lionheart. Uh, I just one day was I was like, there's got to be a fucking hardcore band named Lionheart. Like, there's got to fucking be. <laughs> so I looked them up and I was like, there is, and they're fucking great. Of <laughs> yeah, course, just like that. Of fucking <laughs> just like that. You saw it in the ether and just like, gonna get that. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, it's <clears throat> there's times where I will type in bastard into Bandcamp, <laughs> and I'm just like, and I'm like. There we go, and I'm like, this is exactly what I want. Everyone who pretty much puts bastard in their name gives me what I want. Fucking Frank just listens to bastard core. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he is a bastard, man. Yes, but no, fucking Lionheart just gets you fucking amped up. Like yeah. you're like, I'm gonna I- fucking take this day on. Yeah, fuck you, day. You yeah. can't do shit to me. Carpe fucking diem, bitch. Hmm? It's yeah. the truth. So what does one even approach to pair with that? Yes, that's an interesting one. Um, uh, Frank had mentioned it before the show. It's really easy because they're they're from uh, Cali. It's really easy to pull Mm -hmm. the like, oh, let's go with a fucking, let's go with a summer beer. Uh, Doesn't quite feel, yeah, you know, something crisp. uh, Doesn't doesn't feel quite right to me. No, Um, I I knew. I knew pretty early on I wanted to do a brown ale. Uh, there are about <laughs> three brown ales in my liquor store right now. Dude, they're so hard to find. I know, and uh, and sadly we've already used Brawler. Oh, I fucking <laughs> love Brawler. I feel like I feel like brown ales are more popular <clears throat> where I live. They may be, because um, it's. I mean, there's a few, uh, but I mean, especially right now, like all all I could fucking find. We're fucking pale ales and fucking Belgians. Um, you guys, you guys love your fucking pale ales and Belgians over there on the East Coast, man. It's fuck. nuts. Like I Most thought, I thought them. we, I thought we love that shit out here in the West. But goddamn, I mean, like, like half of them come from you guys. <laughs> yeah, just, I think um, I think we started doing the the juicy ones. Yeah, but uh, this one almost fucking, I almost missed it. I almost missed it, and it's the uh, specifically because the smallest fucking print on the can is the fucking is the beer style. Yep. But it is White Birch Brewing, uh, out of New Hampshire, and it is their Tavern Ale, which is a smoked Imperial Brown Ale. I was gonna say what I like about Brown Ales. I feel like that's like your that's a good like you got done a long day of work or something like that. A Brown Ale's just nice, and yes. smooth. It's not it's not aggressive, but it's like it's still full flavored. Yeah, I, and I think that's a big part of it. Uh, with Lionheart, like 
what they bring, it's, I know it, it tends to be a little bit polarizing. People seem to either love them or hate them. Uh, but I like, I'm all about really? it. There is something really because I've always been really sort of in the middle on brown ales. Like I like him. I don't I was, like. I was, he was, was talking was, about Lionheart. Yeah. Oh, Lionheart. Okay. God damn it. By oh, the way, good. Frank, earlier it said like it, it for a second it said like you. It sounded like you said. You know what I like about brown eyes? <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> you like you like a good brown eye at the end of the day, there, Frank. That's the breakfast of champions. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's how he, he starts with the brown eye, ends with the brown ale. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I, right, well, that back to Lee Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about how with this Lionheart. This why you need me on the show, because I'm great at derailing the most <laughs> so, serious. I remember. You were talking about how yeah, Lionheart's yeah. Uh, is polarizing. Uh, yeah, uh, I, but I think there is something that's oddly um, smooth in their delivery. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's... Uh, it's it's interesting, uh, especially in the way that it gets you amped up, and there is there is a punch to it. Um, and that's why I picked. You know, this guy's got a, a solid seven percent on it. Oh yeah, which is uh, oh, cool. the higher end of brown ales. Yeah, they they usually tend to sit around fives most of the time. I don't know. Would, you, like, would you would you say that you've had a brown ale like? Do they help? Do any of them go up to like nine or ten? Not usually. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel. I feel like once you start getting there, you start getting into like barley wine ale territory. Usually. I, yeah, I, I, I do feel like I did one recently that was a higher percentage brown ale, but I'm mm-hmm. blanking on that now. And of by course, way, we don't write down the beers. <laughs> in the fucking by the cards. way, Frank, Frank, I'm sorry. I still have not tried barley. All right, you, you need to fucking correct that. <laughs> Why don't you ship me some? Buy some. <laughs> Just saying. Would I, fix things. I could. Oh, I thought you said shit him some. And I was like, oh, that was saucy. <laughs> Shut to Ship with a P. Okay. Yes. Yeah, good job, buddy. I'm back. Sorry. Oh, I, okay. I wanted to throw in there, like, the, the motivation that, like, that bands like Lionheart give. Like I said, it's not always necessarily like the, like, it's not that, like, uh... I'm gonna I'm gonna punch someone or something right now. It's that like yeah I'm gonna fucking get some fucking work done, get some fucking cash in my pocket type of like yeah it's I mean they they have an attitude that um and there's a lot of different styles of of music like of hardcore that are very specifically kind of motivating or uplifting. Mm-hmm. Their particular approach is kind of a, a fuck the world. Uh, you can't you can't stop me. Yeah, sort of deal, uh, th- th- which is what they've always brought. Uh, at some point, I have to bring in one of their um, one of their earlier releases because I feel like every time I've talked about them on the show, it's been something newer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Lionheart, welcome to the West Coast. Go grab yourself a fucking copy. See if you can find some White Birch Brewing uh, Tavern Ale and piss on the graves of your enemies. Oof, yeah, hell definitely. yeah! All right, we got we got some stuff coming. Oh, hold on. Before we, I guess before we get to the clips yeah, and whatnot, yeah, yeah, Sam's got some shit to talk yeah, about. He does. Let's get Please that. don't make me wait. Don't make me wait. Yeah, dude, oh man. Oh guys, fuck. So all right. Last Monday, well, I saw Morbid Angel. Like, yeah, last Monday I saw. I didn't just see Morbid Angel. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, God. 
It's a story. You got to actually let me tell it, Frank. I know you. Uh, I know that attention deficit problem you got, but Jesus, <laughs> it's fuck. Uh, I know it's fucking. <laughs> Yeah, I know. No shit. So, yeah, last Sunday I went up to Portland with with friend of the show, Jake. Nice. He actually he actually came out from Wisconsin. And of course, we we spent the entire time talking in like Midwestern accents and like fooling people into thinking we were from the Midwest. Well, I, I'm not, but he is. It's pretty funny. Pretty funny. So, uh, yeah, I mean, on a on a dark, freezing, cold, snowy night in Portland last Monday. I saw Orbit Angel, Blood Incantation, uh, Cannibal Corpse, and no shit. Uh, okay, so here here was the here's like where th- I thought things were going to go wrong, but then they went very right. So Necrot, uh, who were supposed to play the show last week, uh, got stuck outside of Eugene, Oregon, because of the snow. But guess who filled the fuck in for them? Butcher Babies. <laughs> oh, oh, that, that would have been. Per- I was no, but that would have been that would have been perfect. That would have been perfect. Man. It's like I never, I never would have thrown a beer glass as hard as that. I never would have thrown a solo cup full of shitty beer as hard as I would have. As a woman, well, yeah. Any woman, oh my really. god! You, Here we go. You, you racist woman beater. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking uh, Nancy. <laughs> No, I, I would have just, I would have just like thrown it on stage, just like, pfft, like I hope I got it all yeah, over yeah, your pedal change, board. Changing your, changing your story now. Uh, <laughs> who, did, who did you get this? Uh, oh man, <laughs> of course I'm fucking joking. I shouldn't have to tell everyone that I'm fucking joking, but of course I am. No, door guy comes out at the la- at like I think five minutes before we actually got into the venue, and was like. He's like, yeah, hey, attention, everyone. So Necrot will not be able to make it, uh, but Lord Gore will be filling in for them. Not going to lie. Had a bit of a minor fanboy freak out in line. Because like, it was funny because half the people there were just like, who's that? I'm like, oh, 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 boy. Oh, my God. You, bi- you, bi- you bitches are in for a time. If anybody got that in camera, you need to send it to us. No, uh, there's probably... It's probably some cringe video of him like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm in like some stupid cringe compilation buried on YouTube. <laughs> oh don't, don't even, I don't even care because like out of nowhere, I got to see fucking Lord Gore play live while they're in the, like the middle of recording their new album. So it was great because they, they played the entire Cronenberg EP, all three tracks. Uh, they played uh, the title track off of Resickened, although they didn't have two guitar players, so they couldn't do the solo, which kind of sucks. Ah. But whatever. Yeah, I, I think I think they need to. I think they need to find another guitar player. I'm just doing all the guitars. Yeah. But not only that, they played two new ones. Ooh. So they played they played one that I didn't quite that I didn't get the name of. I don't think uh, I don't think their vocalist said it. But they played a new track called Planet of the Forgotten Flesh. And it fucked me like that. that whole, <laughs> like it pissed me off because like only half the people there actually were at the front for Lord Gore. And I'm just like, are you guys fucking kidding? Like, do you like ugh, how many fucking people here just don't know how fucking great this band is? That's it, it's always mind blowing to me that uh, people don't fucking know them. I know it just doesn't it's, make any sense to me. I just always just like. 
I stumbled across them on my own and just kind of figured like everyone else knew about them too. Yeah, I, I found them back in like 2008 because a buddy of mine randomly sent me one of the tracks off of uh, the Autophagus Orgy. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? And I've been hooked on them ever since. It was like, I've like, there's nothing like waiting. There's nothing like waiting over 10 years for an album from a band you love. And then just to like randomly see them out of nowhere. I mean, you but, saw my res- like when you fucking dropped that in our group chat. You saw my immediate response. You're like what? Yeah. You're like what? I'm like, so fucking jealous. Uh, yeah. they were so fucking good. They have really, not. Lo- really? They have not lost their touch. They have not lost their touch at all. Very much pumped for you. Dude, that was oh, like, dude. oh my god, did he really fish his wish? Almost like, you, so you're <laughs> so, like, weren't you talking about them that, and then a day later they release material, and then a couple weeks yeah. later you get the seat. Like, man, how the fuck does that happen? It's pretty red. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, dude. I guess like the, I guess like the, the gods of metal in 2019 are just like, you know, let's let's make sure Sam gets everything. He needs. I, like, I mean, and in in this span of like a couple weeks i'm like new lord gore new samoth new sentient divide just like what the fuck what is happening you know i i it makes me extra fucking amped for you because it's one thing like i wouldn't be shocked if that happened to any of us because we have a lot more opportunity uh out here to get to shows you know the fact that you had to travel your ass off to get to it uh and then got that fucking lucky I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Like, yeah, in my I experience when bands can't make it, I get butcher babies. <laughs> you, you, see, yeah, like, you, you get, you get like, the fucking dog shit local opener who just, like, nobody knows, nobody cares about, and then it turns out they're not even good. But no, like, I got, I got, like, one of the bands. I got the band I've been waiting over 10 years for just like the opportunity and it's just like oh yeah we're, we're bringing them on no big deal I'm like no big deal the, what there was a, <laughs> a similar but, yeah what i was gonna say a similar situation where like mike was saying where we get you know we get like a butcher's babies uh type band to fill in i forget yeah. who i was even trying to see it was it was they were even the opening band they couldn't make it so there was another band playing but like the vocalist sounded like goldar <laughs> oh, like, I was like, oh yeah. I'm like, oh fuck, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, which, like, it's that moment where I was like, this is terrible. Gosh. But in this moment, I was like, oh, I'm going to get to tell this to people. I'm going to get to talk like Goldar as I do it. Yep. Sometimes you got to tough it out. I hope you like our show. Fuck, now I just want to look up clips of Goldar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, there's a dubbing of a Power Rangers episode. It's like, Scissors kick, motherfucker! <laughs> oh god! So, so yeah, Lord Gore, Lord Gore, fucking slayed. Actually, there was a there was a kid in line behind me who was like seventeen, and as like, of course, I was blathering to my buddy Jake about this the whole and our and our friend Dacia the whole time about this fucking band. Uh, Jake knew who Jake knew who they were, but uh, this kid behind me was like, he's like, I've never heard of that band before. I'm like, oh, oh, buddy, like I've been listening to this band since years like ah buddy like yeah i've told him i'm like no man you are gonna want to stick around for that band set do not like do not wander off anywhere seriously watch lord gore play at the very end of it he actually found me again he's like dude they were fucking amazing how have i never heard them before i'm like i probably because they haven't put shit out since like 2007 that'll do it like (laughs) like 
you were probably born the last time this band released an album <laughs> or like a toddler but yeah uh lord gore killed it uh blood incantation only played three tracks actually they played a bit they played the big two-part song off of star spawn which was dope but uh, they also played a new they premiered a new track uh what was it called um uh sl- uh it's like slaves of something i can't remember the exact name of it uh that was dope i, I had a lot of fun during a uh, blood incantation set plus that like the guitar porn was like oh my god just it's just nothing but bc rich ironbirds everywhere i looked i'm like oh, <laughs> god almost every band that like almost every band that night used bc rich guitars by the way uh, which was it's great it's great to see those guitars getting popular again and of course after blood incantation was the boys my boys morbid angel came on it just it was fucking unbelievable my one regret is that they didn't play summoning redemption but they did play uh they did play nothing is not which is super important to me and you know what they actually played like three songs off of the david vincent stuff Huh. And uh, yeah, they played Blasphemy and Steve Tucker fucking, well, I mean, of course, Steve Tucker fucking killed it because he's Steve Tucker. But yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, oh, how's this going to go over? Seemed to go over pretty well. <laughs> and uh, oh, by the way, uh, Trey, it, uh, like the dude, the dude was wearing like the brightest brand new white Reeboks I'd ever seen. And I was looking at him like, <laughs> dude, he's wearing like some fucking like these are these are like fuck like like kicking your ass and fucking your bitch kind of shoes like i felt the dude was i felt like the dude was flexing on me the whole show i'm like damn i am i am i am effectively i feel effectively flexed on it was tight also at one point he randomly walked up to the mic he just like smiled and waved to the crowd and he's like thanks for listening and then he goes back over to stage right and i'm just like, <laughs> like i was like yes like yes king king <laughs> truly but yeah morbid angel set was great uh it it looked like it looked like trey was having a bit of a problem with his with his left hand because apparently at the the show in santa Ana the night before uh i guess their set didn't go that great i don't know what happened but he killed it in portland they did a fucking great job and then by the end of that uh my feet were fucking killing me so i had to sit down in the the seating area upstairs while cannibal corpse played and i'll be honest the only reason i really watched cannibal corpse is because eric rutan was filling in for uh pat o'brien which by the way eric rutan is a fucking incredible guitar player and if you ever get the chance to see that to see that dude play live i highly suggest you do so but man like uh it was it was practically a religious experience for me or like the closest I can imagine, I can imagine to a religious experience to finally see Morbid Angel play. Yeah, I mean that that whole that whole night, that whole lineup is just fucking. Uh, that's insane. You don't really yeah. get fucking. You don't really get tour packages that are that heavy anymore. <laughs> Not really. Uh, Not really. So it's it's really dope to see exactly that happening i mean i know you're not as big a fan of corpse but they don't like yeah, that's I, fine i've seen them plenty of times their sets are always fun <laughs> you know so yeah. i can't they, i never they, complain they they closed they closed with hammer smashed face that's nice the, yeah although i don't i don't think they played anything off of eaten back to life at least i don't recall them doing so which by the way i bought a really cool uh holographic digipack of <laughs> eaten back to life recently 
recently, and that was really cool. But, uh, yeah, see, but it's like it was after the show the next day when things went wrong because every passage from Eugene, Oregon to the coast where I live uh, was closed due to snow. So no shit. I spent two and a half days trapped in Corvallis, Oregon, which is a small college town, one of the, the major universities, uh, uh, Oregon State, Oregon State University, OSU. Uh, I spent two and a half days trapped in Corvallis with a friend of mine who was kind enough to to pop me back over to Coos Bay once uh, once the snow cleared up. But man, it sucked. I like my cat was so pissed off at me when I got back. She would she would like when I got back, she would not talk to me for like an hour. I felt terrible. <laughs> I know it was. I know. Give me now. Right. She's sleeping. But yeah, so it was overall was, a, you know, despite a couple of major sets afterwards, by the way, they didn't tell me that the passes were closed until I was at the gate for my bus. Oh, like fuck. those, oh. those motherfuckers at Greyhound, they didn't email me. They didn't text me. They didn't send me any kind of notification. I got up to the <clears throat> ticket taker at the bus door. It was like all passengers, all buses from Eugene are, uh, are inoperable right now i'm like like excuse me a baking powder <laughs> dude yeah uh, great yeah. greyhounds the fucking, the fucking nah, they're, uh, yeah they're a, they're a fucking shit company dude like they don't have like even amtrak like if if something happens with your amtrak train they'll fucking let you know like they'll tell you it's like oh hey your train's late but like fucking greyhound doesn't do shit they're just like oh no fuck them whatever yeah they don't give the a door. fuck well, anyway, yeah. so but, point point of this whole point of this whole rant is fuck Greyhound. Fair. We're we're glad yeah. you you finally made it back safe. Uh, and shit, worth it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Now, what doesn't suck is what it's following. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Complete silence. Yeah. Which which is do we, have a, do we have crickets? I I um, I, I segue you beautifully. No, into you this. did great. And then you're just... What? You just fucking tonk at us. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. I don't think you are. I am. Tom. Yeah, yeah. I didn't listen to these. I wanted it to be fresh with you guys. Um, so I expected it to be super, super uh, thrashy, <clears throat> and it was. 
Yeah, I, I um, heavier on the Slayer in that one. That's that's always a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think of it that way, but you're right. You, you guys oh yeah, are more Slayer professionals than me. But I hear that now that you pointed <clears throat> out. So it's a uh, noisome uh, track named Downer Hound, um, and it is all about the pill pushing epidemic. So that's hmm. that's pretty rad. Um, I know there's a couple tracks out right now with them. But um, they are also kind of a house favorite, so I'm going to every now and then bring some in. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And um, next up, I didn't expect this, so what feels like soon for uh, Pig Destroyer, but... Yeah, I didn't even hear about this. Yeah, they have a new track out <coughs> uh, called Calvary, so let's check that out. I mean, the drum work really stands out to me. There's, there's some like some real tight groupings, some like of double bass. It was, it was, it was pretty aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's more promising than uh, Headcage. Well, anything off of Headcage. I actually, liked Headcage. I didn't. I, I honestly thought didn't. it was boring. Like I, I lost interest completely. Like four tracks in, I was just like, I'm done. Well, more for me then. <laughs> yeah, that makes that makes no sense whatsoever. But uh, no, that's 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 cool. It's uh, I like this track. It's like I said, it's promising. Yeah, no, I did. I like that. I would. <clears throat> wasn't sure what that was gonna be, uh, especially so fucking soon. This this last one on here. We got a, a sound clip for it. Yes, I do. Okay, so before we get to that, okay, just so we get to end on a sound clip, sure. For anyone in the Philly, Jersey area, uh, tomorrow night at the pharmacy. Uh, so that'll be the 5th at uh, 7 p.m., $10 entry. We've got Rhythm of Fear, Drain, Lux, Shackled, and Tantrum. Oh, shit. Yeah, it should be a good one. Uh, so if you're in the area, fucking go check it out. It's fucking, it's $10. Yeah. <laughs> like we all know tantrum rules mm. yeah and they're the fucking opener so <laughs> imagine what kind of show this is well shit so the sound clip he was talking about a little while ago uh 
I brought in a band called Burial Ground, um, coming from Russia. Oh, just released three more songs. Uh, it's called uh, Driven by Evil, and we're going to listen to a little bit of that song. speed metal right there yeah god damn it that guitar tone is luscious i know this is this is a one-man uh one-man act i like his choices uh yeah that's why (laughs) anytime he like releases like these three songs i'm like yeah here's some money i want you to do more please they're they're interesting choices because they're not the normal choices but they all work very well it's goddamn gorgeous that is awesome i like that a lot (sighs) fuck yeah, that was kind of perfect. That That's what I say. Any t- that's why anytime this dude is putting something out, I'm like, yep, I'm bo- I want to support this man and everything he does. <sighs> nice little burst of energy before we transition into this sensual interview. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this this is an interview that will tickle all your good spots. It really will. It mm. did mine. All your taste buds. Yeah, you'll uh you'll also learn a, a new guacamole recipe. <laughs> Cool. I was trying to hint, hint at that. But. I know. I was, I was stealing your bit. <laughs> All right. God damn it. All right. Well, before we get to that, let me remind everyone that you can find all of your From the Pit needs at fthepit.com. Uh, why did I just blank? Holy shit, I've done this like a hundred times now. If you're <laughs> really into what we're doing here, you can find us at patreon.com slash fromthepit. And uh, as far as fthepit.com goes, that's where all of our social media exists. We have all of the social medias, and uh, we're on it, so yes. hit us up. Uh, 
real quick before we get out, I also forgot to mention for that uh that last clip, if you want to pick that up, uh go to burialg.bandcamp.com. Yeah, all right. Uh hang around hang around for the interview. Otherwise, yes. Frank, you can lead us out. Well, it seems that we have safely arrived at our destination. It is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. Okay, and we've got uh, Evan from, is it scaphism or scaphism? How do you pronounce that? I've always pronounced it scaphism, but I've heard both, so. Okay, Whatever. yeah, I, I assumed scaphism, but. Yeah. So you're you're sort of like the dudes from Demolick, where you're just like, you know, you pronounce it however you want. Yeah, you figure it out, you know. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Fun. I mean, it's really just fun to put your own little twist on things. It just kind of brings an element of mystery into the game. Mm -hmm. I like that. Whatever. Yeah, I think I've heard scaphism too at one point. Scaphism. Hmm. That's a good one. Where the f where the hell do you get that? Whatever. That's a very good question. Floats your boats covered in honey. I feel like scaphism <laughs> is as, just just as just as I start talking about how oh, I like how everyone brings their own unique twist. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I feel like scaphism would be like a ska band. Scaphism. Scaphism. <laughs> you expect to be to be playing like after the descendants or something <laughs> all right so uh, yeah if you want to intro yourself real quick give us a little bit of a you know insight on what you do in the band sure so my name is evan woolley and i play with scaphism um play guitar and we've been a band now for about uh this is our 11th year Damn. so it's been a long time <laughs> yeah that's uh it's quite a while to be at it man do you also do you also um, participate in songwriting? Uh, yeah, so I I pretty much write everything, like come up with the riffs, the song structures, and then present it to everybody else. Everybody kind of throws their own you know flavor into it, um, and then we pretty much go from there. It's a really organic process, but it all starts with the riffs, and that comes from me. As it should, as it should. Uh, yeah. Uh, where do the <laughs> I gotta say, um, and I mean this. Uh, as a compliment, but I mean, <laughs> sonically and lyrically, you guys are one of the grossest things I've ever heard. Uh, I take that as quite the compliment. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had to. Well, I, I mean, have to reference. I, I mean, the the only way it could get any grosser if you, is if you guys did a split with like Cthulhuist or something, which would be sick. I'd like to see that. I don't think I'm actually familiar with them. Oh God! If you ever were, if you were ever sad about the fact that there wasn't a second Demolic album, you'll probably like them a lot. All right, then it's on my list for sure. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, uh, funny thing is, so um, I was checking out the first album uh, at work mm -hmm. one day, <laughs> Festering Human Remains, and yeah. the, uh, the lyrics to Chainsaw to Me really caught my attention. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Was it the uh, he blows his load in your eye line that got you? <laughs> yeah. Yep, <laughs> that one stands out a little bit. Yeah, that still tickles me to this day. <laughs> I mean, really, for the genre. I mean, what what like uh, hook like got me to bring scaphism in the initially really was how the lyrics hit for like you know what my new beers heard is you know pretty much like fetusy stilted death. I mean, the <laughs> lilics are so graspable. Fetusy stilted death. I said it. Yeah, and that's that's something we definitely try to go for because there's a million death metal bands out there and can't make out a word of any of it um so we wanted it to be you know the, the lyrics are gross but you can also understand them i think that's really important yeah, well, yeah, see, yeah it also it's also it also puts a little something out there for i mean we all know those people who 
as soon as you mention that you're into like death metal in general, all I say is like, I would like that a lot if it weren't for the vocals. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay, you know what? I know you're impossible to please, so here you go. Take scapism. There you go. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, I mean, it's a real shame. I mean, as far as uh, here take scapism goes, it's uh, we we brought them in maybe around November, and by the New Year lists, Frank had them on his top tens. So, That's yeah. awesome. I, you know, we love hearing shit like that. Um, yeah, sadly. As you're probably aware, we're, we're very uh, small scale. So just hearing that anybody likes us or throws us on a podcast or gives us a review, I mean, it's it, everything means a lot to us. Yeah, we're, I mean, uh, we're real bummed. I mean, really, yeah, you should be more well known than you are. Uh, I think we all yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> Frank couldn't make it tonight, and he's like, he's pretty diehard about you guys at this point. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah, he's the one who had you on the on his top ten for last year, and uh, he got stuck working overtime last minute. If, oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> sl- yeah, slays into the man. Ah, <laughs> uh, so uh, I mean, speaking of things uh, like chainsaw to me, like where does the mm-hmm. fucking inspiration for that come from? Is it? Um, it could really come from anywhere. Our our, our old vocalist Tony, who actually uh. We, he just quit the band uh, a few months ago. Um, a lot of his inspiration would come from articles he'd read uh, in the news and then he'd twist them around, or even movies, of course. There's movie references all throughout both of our albums. Um, so really anywhere, movies, news articles, anything can kind of spark an idea and then we just run with it, make it gross. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to yeah, stab in the dark. You just gotta watch uh, every Dario Argento movie ever made, and you'll get plenty of ideas. There's oh some, yeah, basically. There's <laughs> some. Lo- I'm, I'm feeling some Lovecraft in there too. Yeah, but I mean, we even. I mean, there's inspiration too. You can find it from Ghostbusters, Indiana Jones. <laughs> nice. I mean, we throw all sorts of shit in there. I'm gonna have to pay more attention and try to pick those out mm-hmm. now. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd say the most the most obvious would definitely be slowly digested over a thousand years. Um, it's hard. The Star Wars influence. Star-like on- pit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't even I don't even like Star Wars and even I knew that. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. Yeah, dude, I mean, so I really also got to I got to say I really dig the uh occasional like thrashy splashes that happen every crop up every now and then. Yeah, I mean, that's um Alex our drummer actually plays in a in another band and they're thrash, Black Mass. Um and I've been listening to thrash longer than I've been listening to death metal. So the thrash is just, it's always going to be in there. And I like it. I think it keeps things moving, you know? No, it does. I mean, the um, dynamics really st- uh, stick out. I mean, like uh, the stilted rhythms are something that I don't think get enough attention in the death metal scene mm-hmm. because it's usually like, especially last year, a, like a dire attempt to go back to like old school death. And there was a lot of awesome releases that came out from that. But, you know, I came in getting really connected to things like Nile and Fetus. Mm-hmm. And, like, that made it super easy to relate to you guys. Yeah, that stuff is, like, like you mentioned, the newer stuff that's coming out. Um, it all has that really cavernous sound, you know, like mm-hmm. I call it incantation worship, basically. Um, yeah, everyone everyone found their copies of Onward to Golgotha at once and was just yeah. like, this, like this is <laughs> this is something we should do. Yeah, and it's great. I mean, I love the sound of it, but I I I'll be honest, tired I'm of it. I'm getting a little bit tired of it. Okay, no, yeah. well I've been I've been a little bit tired of it. 
And I just keep telling him, like, you know what? It's it's like how um, it's like how for the longest time everyone was super obsessed with the whole like Sunlight Studios like Swedish death metal tone. Yeah, yeah. Which let's be honest was not that great of a tone to begin with, even if it from was a, on from a guitar standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not it's not a great tone. Like if I feel like if if a guitar tone could be nasally, that would be. <laughs> but look, I mean, it's not like I'm going to say it it wasn't present on a lot of fucking absolutely pivotal albums. I mean, I just bought a copy of Left Hand Path for fuck's sake. But uh, yeah, it's like I feel like everything kind of kind of comes in waves, and people discover like a particular sound, even if it's not particularly good, and they latch onto it for the longest time. And then they realize, like, oh, wait, this isn't – no one thinks this is cool anymore. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's yeah, the same on. thing that happened with, with uh, Brutal Death Metal and Slam, in my opinion. Like, Oh, yeah, when everybody wanted the, to be Devourment at once? Yeah, like about 10 years ago or so when it was just every band sounded like that. Oh, but, and dude, I, I grew just up gets in tired, California. though. I, I grew up in California. I know all about that. Everyone was <laughs> – Everyone was all about the brutal death and slam shit when I was living, when I was like uh, a college student in California. Yeah, and that's great shit. I mean, I, I definitely like it, but yeah, when you when you're at a festival and it's a death fest and you're six bands in and it's just slam after slam after slam, it's like, oh Jesus Christ! Like, please do. Something. <laughs> I, I mean, do you think that's why uh, it seems like there was almost like a like a lateral transition to Jugcore? Because it's like sort of the same I thing. What that would be. <laughs> I mean, you're referring to deathcore. I know what yeah, that is. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I think so. I can't stand that shit. Quite honestly, I, I honestly, honestly, uh, Mike, I like the term more. Chugcore is just more accurate. Yeah, one string deathcore. Accurate description. Yeah, apt. A very apt. Description. Very apt. Three let three letters, but somehow a twenty dollar word. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel like. Uh, with death metal, you know, it all, it's always evolving, which is cool. But yeah, you get in these ruts where every band wants to sound like this one particular style and then that gets tired and then something else kind of emerges. And right now we're in this whole cavernous incantation, dead congregation realm. So, you, and, and it's to a see shame. Where, it, where it goes it's from there. And it's a shame because dead congregation, in my opinion, have always been a really sick band. Oh, they're and, awesome. I mean, there are bands that have pulled that off like dead congregation uh abyssal is another mm -hmm. one that pulled it off pretty well not a whole lot of bands do but you know see i'm not worried about it because in spite of like the 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 micro trends that occur every couple years within death metal it's still always evolving there yes. there's there are still always bands that stay rooted in what death metal is supposed to be which yes. i mean i i'm one of those people it's just like i know it when i hear it yeah, even exactly. if I can't yeah, but you know, it's all, it's still always evolving. You just, you gotta, you gotta separate the chaff from the wheat, you know, and it's, you know, if you have the ear for it, it's not hard to do. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, there's a, a plethora of death metal bands out there and, and it's, it's unbelievable. You'll never hear them all. And I know I, I every I, 100 I, bands. There's like that one gem in there. Oh, I know. I, <laughs> I kick myself every fucking week while looking on Bandcamp because I'm like, why didn't I find this band a month ago? Why didn't I find this band last year? Like they would have been in my top 10. I, we're doing our best. Know. We're doing it's our just, best to just... be that wheat combine right now. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, uh, it makes it hard. It makes it hard for the bands too. Cause how do you stand out? You know? Yeah. You lot, kind of puts know, you above we, the, the crowd. We, we dig around band camp. So 
no one else has to and we're we're making this bread yeah that's yeah, no, uh, awesome <laughs> i don't know much about the the bread making but yeah i mean that that is kind of the and it is it's exhausting man because you'll hear you know I'll, I'll listen sometimes to to maybe 15 20 bands mm-hmm. looking for three things to bring in uh yeah it's a, it's a lot of things out there that are not so great <laughs> and it's oh, just flooded absolutely. i mean i'll be totally honest i listen to probably two two dozen or more bands a week and i think of those two dozen i hear Mm, arguably two maybe two or three that i think are okay and usually maybe one that i think is really worth bringing in like it's yeah I it's, mean, it's, it's it's a dirty job it's like it's like <laughs> some micro it's a micro level shit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh you guys are based out of uh boston correct that's correct yep uh, I know. Uh, I know there's a pretty good, pretty good scene up in Massachusetts in general. Um, you guys play a lot of live shows. Um, we def we definitely did. Uh, when we were first getting started, you know, it was just we would take every show that came our way. Um, since then, we've gotten a little bit more picky and choosy. Um, but the scene is great up here. I mean. There's so many places to play. There's always venues that are going to book death metal and re- any kind of subgenre of metal. There's bands. There's no shortage of promoters. I mean, it's it's really strong. It's always been that way since I've been up here. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that other cities don't have it as good. Um, but Boston, Boston's fantastic. I mean, there's really it's a really good uh, close knit community of bands and and friends, and it's great. That's generally what I've heard. I mean, uh, Mike and I are pretty lucky as well. We're right outside of Philly, which also just has a, a ridiculous scene right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, well, we'll be coming down there in May, so maybe we'll see you. Oh, no kidding. Oh, yeah. We'll, um, we'll yeah. make it a point then. <laughs> yeah, remind us. We'll make sure to promote. Where are you playing? Uh, I don't know yet. I don't have the details, but I know mid-May we're coming down to Philly, so I'll definitely let you guys know. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yes. We yeah, see, I don't have a There's no scene where I live. It doesn't. It doesn't exist. Yeah, Sam lives in the Shire. <laughs> I, I really do. I live in the fucking boonies in Oregon, and there's no scene here. Oh, okay. There's yep. there's like there's like the seven or eight local bar bands that play nothing but covers, Ugh. and that's it. Like you, you, or or there's like the random the random like uh the random indie chick who plays ukulele at the coffee shop. That's really about it. <laughs> that's a strong scene, man. I know, man. And how far? It's like every every time I think about it, it's just like, man, I'm so lucky. How I far away see, is Portland? I can go see Ukulele Girl Number One or Ukulele Girl Number Two. Portland <laughs> is like four hours from where I live. Uh, yeah, it's, that's far enough. <laughs> wow. Yeah, especially since especially since I can't afford to drive right now, it kind of makes things a little difficult. Yeah, I I mean I I write things off when they're like 45 minutes away <laughs> four hours yeah so, don't, shit. yeah so i i would tell you guys i would tell you and mike like don't complain to me about distance but <laughs> oh we <laughs> don't no <laughs> i'm just fucking around uh so uh oh man what was i gonna ask uh evan you got any got any plans for future material you working on anything yes so um cool tell us we about we the first plan, the immediate plan, is uh, to do a short demo. We're going to do a couple new songs. Um, the main reason behind that is we have a new vocalist, so we really want to uh, display her and kind of show the way we sound, get people excited, and then we're going to do a third album at some point. Um, 
that'll probably be at least a year away. Nice. But hopefully we'll have this demo out sometime in the middle of the year. That's what we're thinking. That's awesome. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, I'm 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 real curious now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm it's just gonna be kind of a quick snapshot of kind of what we're doing um because it's been about a year since the last one um of course changing vocalists is a big thing yeah uh, so we're dead but we're really excited we think the material's awesome and we're really excited for people to check it out so when you got your new vocalist uh did it did it kind of uh, alter the entire dynamic of the band or was it a relatively easy transition um it was surprisingly easy surprisingly easy um it was difficult at first because Tony's been with us for about 10 years and he's a really good, yeah. so that's always hard. Um, and when he left, we were kind of like, shit, <laughs> you know, we're out yeah, of, it, didn't, it, we didn't know what the hell we were going to do. Yeah. I imagine it would be very similar to like a phantom limb situation. You're like, well, I don't have my arm anymore, but I'm wiggling my fingers. Shit. What <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good metaphor. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But yeah but and it, it was, it's always, it was, it's always uh, good to hear that uh, things go smoothly. Cause I know, I know it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, we, we didn't know how long we were going to be without a vocalist. You know, we were like, it could be weeks, months, could be years before we find someone. Because we didn't want to settle for anyone that's just going to get up there and grunt, you know? No, especially, I mean, you know, following your, your last couple, like, the, the those were real strong vocal uh, performances. So that's, uh, yeah, that had to have been a tough loss. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing is, we don't want to get worse. Of course, we want to. Get... <laughs> yeah. It's like you got to either get someone that's gonna be at that level or higher. You know, so um, we're really excited, though. I think uh, I think it's gonna turn some heads when people hear it. I mean, definitely keep us posted, please. <laughs> oh, absolutely, love absolutely. to hear it. I'm excited. And well, Phil, yeah, I mean, let, me, let me let me clear remember, something up real quick. Uh, Phil keeps looking over at. I just got contacts recently. I'm, I keep trying to adjust my glasses that aren't on my face. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I didn't even notice. Oh, all right. I wasn't sure. Okay. You're just self-conscious. Yeah. <laughs> I keep making like a pinchy. Uh, all right. Anyway, so continue, <laughs> See, continue I guys. Remember, I, remember, I, remember, I remember when I got my contacts and like I, everyone I knew had to like get used to seeing me without glasses and it was the weirdest thing. Oh, man. It, it's I, I feel your pain, dude. I know it's an adjustment. I'm just like over here poking myself in the eye. I'm like, I hope he doesn't think I'm like trying to do some <laughs> some weird signals or something. But well, uh, yeah. I mean, I've literally been eating tortilla chips and homemade guacamole this entire interview, and nobody's noticed. So you know, oh, I nice. feel like you can it's super professional. Like I don't hear any. I don't hear any crunching sounds or anything. <laughs> we are no, the no. most professional no. podcasters. <laughs> well, look. Also, also, I've not uh, eaten today, man. and I. I was at Walmart shopping for groceries. I'm like, I want goddamn guacamole, but I don't want to pay for it. So I just, but I didn't want to like pay for pre-made guacamole. So I just, I just make my own and I never done it before. And it turned out fucking delicious. I love it. That's a sensible snack, Sammy. I like to think so too. And then <laughs> like I, I added Anaheim pepper into it too. Oh, so <laughs> Evan, you're really, you're really grateful that you came on this show. huh? I can Absolutely. Tell. You know, guacamole is one of the only foods that I can actually prepare. So, <laughs> And you know what? I can definitely weigh in on that if you want to talk about guacamole. Oh, dude, dude, <laughs> why not? I, I, I for one, I for one didn't feel like adding salt to it because I didn't think I'd really need it, and it turns out I don't. I just added, you get the like, salt from the chips. Yeah, yeah, no shit. And I'm, I'm, I'm munching on these fucking dank ass chips over here, 
which were on <laughs> which were on sale by the way for only a buck twenty five. And uh, it's just like, man, this is like this. I just got like a little sprinkling of salt. That's all you need because they all just it's like an explosion of flavor. Much like much like when I much when I like when I stayed at Mike's uh, when I went to this is hardcore. He's I called him the explosion of flavor. Yeah, if you get my drift, I must have been sleeping. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy, here we you, go. You were, you were. Uh, so how about the weather, guys? Uh, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, so, uh, so yeah, you're coming down to Philly. Uh, is this part of a tour, or are you kind of just doing one-offs? Um, this particular show is just going to be a one-off. Um, we're not really set up to be able to go out on tour for like a long period of time or anything like that. Um, we do have a small tour planned at the end of the year. Um, but the Philly, it's easy for us to get to Philly, New York. Um, you know, we can get there and drive back the next day and it's not a big deal. So yeah. well, I mean, those, those are also places that matter. Like those are yes. also places you want to go. Yeah. And we were in Philly last year and it was great. So, you know, we definitely want to keep coming back at least like once a year. I've nice. only been to Philly. I've only been to Philly once, and I want to fucking go back. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, do you remember? Philly, what, Philly's a great town. Do you remember what venue you played in when you were down here last year? Yeah, we played at Century. Oh shit! Oh yeah, that's right. a that's uh, a in, great, in South Philly. Yeah, yeah yep, we're, we're that's, familiar. Yeah, that's a great little a great little venue in the middle of the hood. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is a great spot, though. I mean, we had a really good turnout. You know, it's I like places like that. You know, you play on. Or shit gets kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, vibes. We, we, well, is it really a show? Is it really a show if things don't get kind of crazy though? Um. <laughs> it's better when it gets crazy. A little bit crazy, just a little. Yeah, we uh, we talked to another band from uh, from Boston pretty frequently, uh, Casador, kind of more of a, a doom metal band. But um, yeah, yeah. They've been down here. They've been down here twice, and uh, both times were at Century, and it's always been a yeah. really cool, uh, just a cool show there. Yeah, yeah, really varied uh, set lists. Um, you guys don't happen to know who you would be playing with, would you? Um, not yet. It hasn't really been disclosed. Um, okay. I think it's announced soon, probably in the next couple weeks. Um, but I, I don't know venue. I don't know bands. I don't. I just know we're coming to Philly. That's it. Fair so enough. they they don't they don't even tell you who you're going to be playing with? Wow, the mystery yeah. the mystery grows. I mean, there's there's a couple things in the works. I just can't really uh, I just can't divulge them yet. Yeah, that's fair. So, um, being as that you guys have uh, had such a long career, I'm just moving straight along. <laughs> have you um, have you gone through a lot of member changes, or is it really like this the first one? Um, we've gone through a few bass players. Bass so. Players. Every band yeah. does. Don't feel bad. Every band goes through like six bass players. Yes, we've had. Yeah, so we're on our third bass player, but uh, things are going good smoothly. He's actually um, brother to our former vocalist, and that's kind of how he got in. Um, but I don't see any issues going forward with him. You know, we've got a really good group of people, so hopefully no more lineup changes. So I actually had a question. Um Seeing as you're like kind of one of the, you seem to be like kind of the mastermind behind the project, um, especially when you're writing uh, guitar parts. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you usually start? Like, what 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 kind of concepts when you when you start writing riffs do you go for? Like, do you have a particular style that you ape, or do you try to come up with something that's like 
you know, more to something, something as like as original as possible. Uh, what's your approach? Um, in the beginning, I'd say it was definitely trying to mimic the stuff that I liked. Um, but nowadays it's a really organic process. I just, it's all feel. Like I just pick up the guitar, jam. Sometimes an idea comes out, sometimes it doesn't. Um, sometimes I could be at work sitting on my fucking laptop and an idea will pop up and I wish I had a guitar in front of me. Um, so it's really all over the place. You know, I don't ever sit down and say, I want to write this this way, or I want this song to come out a certain way. It's just, I just start writing and it either works or it doesn't. Really organic. Well, so you never, you never sit down thinking like, hmm, I kind of want this to sound like, uh, I kind of want this to sound like uh, in or I kind of want this to sound like bolt thrower. It's just like, let's see what comes out. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. I mean, definitely in the beginning when I was first starting, it's like, yeah, you know, I want this to have like a, a morbid angel kind of vibe or, or whatever. But oh, uh, I just, I just saw them a couple days ago. They were so good. Yeah. They're good these days. I don't even, they're, well, they got Steve Tucker back. So of course they're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Steve Tucker era morbid angel like acolyte. I mean, I, I like the David Vincent material better, but as a vocal, oh, I like his sound oh, better. Fucking course you do. <laughs> <laughs> you and everyone else. No, hey, you just can't touch that that era, that golden era with them, you know. Uh, you can. It's amazing. Like can. I feel like I feel like Formula's Fatal to the Flesh did. See, uh, Gateways is my post Vincent champ. Mm, I don't know, man. Summoning, summoning redemption may be one of the heaviest songs ever written, but formulas. There's, mm, there's an approach to songwriting and structure on that album that is just kind of hard to top. It's, hard it's to pretty top. different. It's pretty different. Yeah, well, well, Trey, Trey is a Trey is certainly a different guy. It was a, it's quite the experience seeing him play. The dude, the dude has not lost his touch from what I've seen. Yeah, he's a monster, absolute monster. But let let us know if you end up playing with morbid angel because i'm sure the guys will love to see that oh yeah i will let the whole world know if that ever happens <laughs> yes seriously <laughs> uh man so the the name scaphism uh um, that was my next question yeah I, I i looked into that earlier and um it's that's real fucky uh <laughs> it's pretty where, gross yeah. yeah it's pretty gross how did you like you know, where did it come from? But did you just kind of hear about that and decide, man, that would be a great fucking band name? Basically, yeah. I mean, I was I was kind of just dicking around on Wikipedia one day. You know, I had a, I had some riffs, I had some songs, and I wanted to do a death metal band. And like every awesome death metal band name is already taken. Um, so I was on Wikipedia. I was looking up medieval torture methods to try and get some inspiration. I'd never heard of it before. Clicked on it, read the description, and I was like, that's it. It's- Taking it. It's very, uh, it's, it's very horrifying. specific. <laughs> Pouring honey and milk on people while leaving them suspended between two boats to be eaten alive. Are they? In yeah, water? I mean, are they in water? I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a horrible way to die. So, yeah, death metal band name. Being being devoured. And you know, I wonder. I wonder if that's where. I wonder if that's where Pestilence got the name Consumables from for that album. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, because he's being consumed by uh, flies or something on the cover. Oh, ants! Yeah. Is it ants? Yeah, it's it's ants. It looks like flies from the uh, from a distance, but it's actually ants. 
This is what a fucking nerd I am. This is what an insufferable <laughs> fucking death metal nerd I am. It's like, it's like, oh, it's not flies, it's ants. <laughs> it's true. Fucking walking encyclopedia on that shit. Uh, I know. I, I, I embarrass everyone with this shit, and I really just should not be allowed in public. That's why I started, that's why I started doing this podcast, so nobody would have to look at so uh, I, I know you guys, you said you guys played a bunch, you know, uh, locally, and uh, you're going to be coming down to Philly. Have you done any any touring beyond that, you know, any outside areas? Yeah, I mean, um, we play eight all the time, uh, anywhere within the drives, New York, Philly, um, going up to Maine uh, at some point this year. And the, the last full tour we did was in 2012, and that brought us, like, all the way out to Chicago and all the way down as far south as Virginia Beach. Oh, wow. Um, but that was a while ago. So since then, it's just been one-offs. But we do play out of state all the time. And if you're on the East Coast, then we hope to get to you. Any uh, any good tour stories? Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess the story is we, we had this, <laughs> we had this uh, school bus, a short school bus. So we were going to go out and tour on that. And... <laughs> It all up get ready to go and we got like an um, hour outside of boston before the thing just fucking broke down <laughs> oh, the short you know bus so real real great bed. start to our first tour and then we went we, we got it fixed and it was a bad radiator and he fixed it up we're like all right we're back on the road start driving 40 minutes later thing fucking dies again and then it was backtrack all the way to boston call up every single promoter that we were talking to every single band hey can we borrow gear can we borrow gear and then we piled up into like a tiny i think it was a crv and then oh did my the, god oh did the whole fucking, fucking tour with with borrowed gear basically that's <sighs> fucking terrible but, but <laughs> it, was, it was a good time though it's still a good time <laughs> how wait uh a good time um i was wondering how many of you are there actually you've got you on guitar you've got a new vocalist Obviously, and bass and drums, bass and, and drums. that's it, just four. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, well, then in that case, you've got a uh, you know a nice, economically affordable, spacious Honda car. I see. <laughs> yeah. I see that as yeah. luxurious, even. <laughs> yeah, once you pack into the guitars and the merch don't, and all the other bullshit oh, in there. Oh yeah. yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I see them all day at my detail shop that I work at. It's, it's fucking CRVs. That they're they are kind of the worst. But <laughs> <laughs> it, it got us around the country, so yeah. it did its well, good job, Honda. You know, honestly, one of the only cars that might be within my budget is like an old uh, Ford Crown Victoria, and I think I might get one just because I I want to scare people on the road and make them think I'm a cop. <laughs> but oh, at the same time, at the same time, when I drive up next to him at an inter at an intersection, they're gonna be like, "Is he listening to suffocation? Is that cop listening to suffocation? Oh, he's not a cop." Okay. <laughs> I can like it's like that's great because I I would blow like a one point six right now. Oh, thank fuck. <laughs> that's, why I want, that's why I want people to think if I ever buy a, a Crown Victoria, and it's a nice, spacious car. It's very economical. Oh, they're great cars. I love Crown. Vicks. I know they're fucking great. They run forever. Yeah, you should just buy a couple of those, and you should just like do all your tours in like a couple of Crown Victorias. Yeah, just like, <laughs> roll up like a police squad. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> you would be known as like the band who everyone thinks are cops like i mean i know that's not a great moniker but people would remember you i did have a cop give me a ride to a show one time what really yeah oh. it was not not this band a previous band but we broke down on the side of the road and uh what? 
the cops went, you know, it was a blown tire and the cops pulled up and we were like, oh shit, we got to get to this venue. You know, we're on first. It was like half an hour before we were supposed to play. And they like, oh shit, jump in the back of the car, threw our guitars in the back seat. And fucking just, <laughs> they took us to the venue super fast with the sirens blaring. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> That's that fucking is great. awesome. Fuck. Yeah. That might be one of the best tour stories I think I've ever heard. <laughs> Unfortunately, it wasn't with this band. I don't get to repeat it very often. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You, I wouldn't think they know, would do that. Point, you know, at one point, he'd be like, yeah, I was in a band like 20 years ago. They're yeah. Called Dio. They're called Dio. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Saxon <sex> live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, don't don't repeat that sentence to me ever again the last thing i ever wanted that last thing i ever want to relive is every fucking is like yeah i saw saxon back in like 85 i'm like i know you did i know you did jerry <laughs> like you're I'm like i'm pretty sure you're still wearing the same shirt that you got at that gig back in 86 it doesn't fit you anymore man it's like a size and a half too small <laughs> yeah we can edit these pauses out we can edit all these pauses yeah out. Okay, so I was going to ask, um, are there any, um, so you said you're not a huge fan of Deathcore as it is? No. Are there any other sort of tropes in the genre that you're not a huge fan of? Um, I really steer clear of melodic death metal for the most part. I really like, I really like it old school, you know, I like old school Swedish, old school American. Um, that whole Gothenburg sound is just like at the gates and all that type of shit. It's just, it never really, never really struck a chord with me. You know? Yeah. Except that like at the gates wrote several albums that are absolutely fucking incredible. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're seriously, you're seriously going to sit here and tell me that the riffs on, uh, with fear, I kiss the burning darkness aren't fucking incredible. I you're going to make, <laughs> make me cry. You're going to make me upset right now. I don't even know that song or album. Oh, it's a great album. You should listen to it. We bring people on just to argue with Sam. <laughs> I know. I'm great at it. I'm fantastic at it. Also, you should start getting into Finnish death metal. It's the absolute. Oh, best. I love Finnish death metal. Yeah, buddy. I love Finnish uh, death metal. Okay, I'm back on uh, board. I'm back on board yeah. with this guy. Yeah, dude. Convulse, um, Demigod. I mean, Demolic. We actually played with Demolic last year. It was fucking what? Awesome. Yeah, they uh, they came to the U.S. We played with them in uh, in Worcester, Massachusetts. No shit. Was, uh, was that the tour they did with Blood Incantation? Yes, mm. I, I saw them with Morbid Angel too. It's fucking great. They're a great band. They're one of those bands that they do the, uh, the incantation thing right. Well, I mean, it's right there in the name. Yeah, ex exactly. <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah. Oh god, I'm just, I'm just so. F oh fuck! Someone else who likes Finnish death metal is so good. <laughs> yeah, it's you know it doesn't get as much love as like the, you know the American and the Swedish. No. And like I would put, I would put most of those bands above like pretty much every other Swedish release ever, except like Unleashed because Unleashed are fucking great. They are. <laughs> but yeah, the the Finnish scene doesn't get enough love, and and you know, I go down like YouTube rabbit holes with Finnish death metal where I just start listening to it. And I'm like, holy shit, here's another band from the '90s from Finland. You know, here's oh another my god, '90s Dude, from like, Finland. It's crazy. Every time people talk about low end, I'm like, you don't know what low end is. Put uh, Ripikulu's Mr. Ceremonia uh, demo onto the biggest fucking stereo you've got, and you've ri and you've and you've fucking just demolished your house as soon as the first because that will happen. It will happen. Yeah. Let's try that. If if you're looking yeah, for it, more of that stuff, you just stumbled across a gold mine. 
Sam mm. will talk to you for hours about it. <laughs> I know. That's good to know. I will sit here like an autistic moron, spout <laughs> off about this dumb shit no one cares about all day. But I don't care because I have so much fun doing it. Mm. Okay. Uh, oh, God, what was I going to say? No, Mike, go on. I'm going to try and sit here and stop being stupid. Okay. Um, a little off-metal top, off topic. Um, any guilty pleasures and or what do you listen to other other than filthy death metal? Oh, this, um, is, what I this is what I really want to know. <laughs> uh, I listen to all sorts of stuff. It's kind of a generic response, but really all sorts of stuff. I listen to electronic music. Um, I listen to a lot of 70s rock, 70s prog rock. I listen to Frank Zappa. I listen to um, lots and lots of black metal as well. I'm a black man. Um, but, 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 here's the real question. Do you acknowledge Thin Lizzy is the best 70s rock band of all time? I do not. Fuck you. Although they do have some, they do have some great records, though. I'm not going to lie. Now Greatest of all time? I, I can't say that. Now you're just Fuck picking fights. <laughs> <laughs> you did that intentionally. Like I, like I said, it's my goal on this show to make sure no one who comes in for an interview ever wants to come back. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, all right. What about a guilty pleasure? Uh, music? Yes. Hmm. That's a good question. Could be do metal. You own every, do you own every Aqua release ever? <laughs> I do. No, I have them all. Yeah, I love them. Dude. Savage Fuck Garden. Yeah. Yeah, Savage Garden too. Yeah. Dude, I own two Third Eye Blind albums. What the fuck do you want from me? <laughs> yeah, but who didn't love Third <laughs> Eye? I'm Blind? trying to think of a guilty pleasure. I can't really. I mean, well, I mean, I'm, see, I'm pretty you know open what? about most of the stuff I listen to and what yeah, I like. You know, I would say I'm glad to hear that because I don't really believe in guilty pleasures when it comes to things like music. Like, there's just shit you like and shit you don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, no, sorry. You know, go I, ahead. I try and uh, hide what you like just because, you know, you think someone's not going to appreciate it. Or like, oh, you, you're death metal and you listen to that bullshit. It's like, no. I listen Dude, I listen, to I, I, like. listen, I don't care. I listen to fucking hair metal. Yeah, me like, too. I'm, I'm out and fucking proud about it. Oh, yeah, man. I have I have monster ballads and it gets played all the time in my house. Dude, <laughs> I just I just bought Shout of the Devil in Portland. Nice. <laughs> and I I have a fucking autograph shirt and that's like autograph for the corniest eighties band of all time. Yeah, I love that's, them. Uh, that's pretty I lame. Uh, I don't even care. I actually have one of their shirts. I have a fucking <laughs> autograph shirt and I'm so fucking proud of it. I show it off every time I go to the bar. <laughs> I'm sure everyone knows what it is. Hell yeah, dude. I'll even play it and somebody will be like, whoa, is that the album on your shirt? I'm like, fuck yeah, it is, man. Oh my God. Yeah, I pictured you you bringing it separately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> holding it up like it's fucking show and tell. <laughs> Look at my <laughs> autograph shirt. Having it like a, a protective plexiglass case. It's like a comic, like sleeved up. Yeah. <laughs> Giant. Oh my God. I honestly, like, I don't know, like, would I, would I be lamer than the dude who keeps his comics in, like, plastic sleeves? Would that make me lamer than that guy? A band t-shirt? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd have to Probably. say yes. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Mm -mm. That'd be... I don't, I don't think it exists. They don't retain that much value. I, yeah, I don't... No, which is a shame. See, not... You know what? Not if you tried looking up fucking bolt thrower shirts on eBay... I've never seen one go for under two hundred and fifty bucks. So. I mean, that's that, that's money, but I still don't know if that's like plastic worthy. Some of them are. Okay. I I seriously okay. saw like an original Warmaster tour shirt going for like six hundred. Jeez. Okay. Fair. Fine. 
fine. <laughs> that's, he'll, he'll, that's never, he'll never sell it. He'll never sell it, but yeah, he wanted that. Ah, t-shirt economy. We're really going all over the place with this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> recipes. I mean, this is your one stop. Well, it's just fucking earache won't print any more goddamn bolt thrower merch because they're a bunch of fucking cocks, but oh, <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> new, new scaphism, insert guac recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I expect that in the uh, I expect that in the liner notes of the next album. <laughs> that's all the liner notes you're going to consist of, man. <laughs> just a guac recipe. <laughs> just a guacamole recipe. That's it. Fuck you. That's no art. You no nothing. Just just fucking white background, just black a, text. <laughs> just a big avocado on the front cover. That's it. <laughs> you just you have to have, you have to make sure like there's an asterisk and like bold print on. Do not use lemon juice. Only use lime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that in there. Who would use lemon juice in their guac? That'd be. I've that'd seen be it fucked. happen, and it's fucked. It like as soon as I see it, I'm like, uh, maybe I'll just leave this party. Who knows? Maybe I'll just maybe I'll grab one of your cases of beer on the way out and just say like, oh, I don't know what happened to uh, it. Yeah, get get right the fuck out of who are those people? I don't yeah, want like oh good yeah like good thing I got enough money for a fucking Uber because I'm out of here. Yeah, I don't want those people in my life. <laughs> fuck. Lemon guac. That sounds like an abomination. It's horrendous. There's some, there's some shit you just don't fucking need, and you don't need fucking people who put lemon juice in guacamole. <laughs> I thought the whole scaphism thing was gross, but that might be grosser. I did. I I'd have to say it is. Jesus. I wonder if that'll become like a hipster thing now. It's like, oh, I don't like using lime in my guacamole. I use lemon. Like, uh, oh. I can't wait to die. It's gonna be You're lemon guac toast. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I, honestly, when I first when I first heard about like avocado toast, I refused to believe that people actually did that. Right. And then I saw it. Then I saw it, and I'm like, oh, it's real. Is, is this rabbit hole starting to bother you, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Uh, like I gross. said, there's there's no real set formula to our interviews. It's really just. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Yeah, yeah no, like, it's a mess. <laughs> basically, it's more like it's more like a bunch of dudes sitting in a bar, like drinking pitchers of the shittiest beer available because it's cheap, and it's like, why well, have a freeze at this? This be pretty cool. Like it's, it's more like that. <laughs> so what would happen if what would happen if we put like a, a motorcycle engine onto a bicycle? Would it still run? Something like that. So before we dive too far into fucking avocado talk. Uh, I mean, is there anything in particular you wanted to mention or uh, or bring up? Um, not really. I mean, I just want to make sure that uh, you know people know we have some new shit in the works. Um, new vocalist, got shows lined up. You know, this year's looking like it's going to be a pretty good one for the band. So, Sweet. really excited to uh, get some new tunes out there, play some new places, um, just keep the thing, keep it rolling. You know. Yeah, I'm 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 amped for you guys to come down to Philly. I was gonna uh, say, come May, we're gonna come check out that new vocalist. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, you know, we love coming down to Philly. It's one of my favorite cities. Well, I will not be. It sad. really is. I I wish I'll be there in spirit. I'll Facetime you. There you go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do I do have an iPhone, so I can do Facetime now. All right, I'll have Nest Springer iPad. Oh yeah, dude. Jesus. But uh, <laughs> no, really. 
Evan, uh, despite despite all the fucking stupid jokes that I made throughout this episode, <laughs> and all the, and all the fucking bits that didn't land, uh, I genuinely <laughs> <laughs> trying to have a sincere moment here. All right, I, I did I did genuinely enjoy unutterables. Like I I need to listen to more of your stuff because it was it was a fucking it was a solid as fuck death metal album. That's awesome, man. That's great to hear. Um, yeah, you know what. I feel like we often kind of have a hard time fitting into any particular mold. Um, you know, we're kind of like not not brutal enough for like the brutal death metal fans, and not like cavernous enough for like all those old school fans. So sometimes it's hard to figure out where we fit. But um, it's always good to hear that people like what we do. Well, that- and also uh, also props to you for still having your MySpace link up on your uh, your Bandcamp. Oh like, shit, we do really. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. it's like like we're. Like we're it's like we're living like it's two thousand and six. It's gonna be two thousand six forever. <laughs> I mean uh, I didn't even know that was there. That's that's what really clicked for me with you guys though. I mean uh What, that they have their MySpace links? No, there? no, no. The 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 sound that's that doesn't quite fall into any specific category. I mean there were there were moments um throughout listening to it that reminded me of like ghoul or lord gore and i like them for Mm. kind of the same reason like you could call ghoul a thrash band but like i don't know maybe there's 30 percent thrash on their album and there's all kinds of other weird shit um so yeah i mean that's that's i like that you guys are doing that because otherwise like like we talked about earlier you just end up being one of a fucking million you know, exactly. even, even exactly. if it sounds good, I mean, even if it's like falling into the category and it ends up being like decent, like extremity or something, I'm searching for reasons to something to say about them when I bring them on the show. This was a lot easier to talk about. Yeah. yeah I mean, I just, I guess I just get bored really easily. So that's why, you know, I like to throw a lot of shit into the mix. Um, I get bored really easily and I'm very <laughs> You know, Metal, I respect so. that. Just like throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Uh, well, are there? Uh, I mean, since your your locals up there, are there any other uh, any other bands we should be keeping an eye out for? Um, let me think real quick. Some uh, some kick ass bands. There was a lot of bands a while ago that unfortunately aren't doing their thing anymore. Um, Sexcrement was a good one. Oh, Tom's- sex women are fucking great. Yeah, oh, I don't know if they're around they anymore. Up? Did they break I up? Think, I think they just sort of fizzled out, man. Oh, man. Um, oh, Tranny Ride. There's definitely some, there's definitely some good ones. Uh, Boar Corpse oh. is one that we've played with a bunch of times. We did a split with them. Um, they're, they're on, like, the technical side of things. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. There's so many bands, in the, and they're, they're all so many different genres up here too you know it's not just death metal there's a lot of black metal up here too there's doom metal bands power metal bands um yeah i mean it's just a great scene it really is a great scene awesome i mean hey if ever you know you want pop us over some suggestions we'd love to have them (laughs) yeah definitely Uh, definitely always I mean, obviously, you know, keep in touch with us, you know, uh, with the um, new material you're working on. Obviously, we'll come out and we'll see you in May. Yeah, for sure, man. That would, that would be awesome. We'd love to uh, meet you guys in person and hang out, have a beer, whatever. Absolutely. Oh, we'll definitely. So, it turns out, so it turns out that sexcrement are on hold, which means they're pretty much gone. God damn it. Why'd you drop that on me in the middle of the show? <laughs> Why did you do that to me? 
Uh, sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Oh, Evan. They were great, though. They they definitely were. Dude, Genitales from the Porno Potty is a fucking great it's album. Fucking, it's a fucking great album. <laughs> it's a great title, Actually, too. Both both their albums are great. Sloppy Seconds is really good, too. Yeah, I, I say like that, them both. I, I, don't, I say that mostly because the, this, uh, because the songs Trucker Bombed and Chemical Handcuffs are fucking great. Although uh, <laughs> Assisted Living Lap Dance is pretty great, too. Gotta love those song titles. God. Now I'm gonna have to listen to Sexcrement tonight as like a like a tragic send off. Pour one out. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go buy the cheapest, nastiest forty I can find. Do from the crib. <laughs> no, nah, they're a little too recent. Uh, like it seems they kind of fizzled out around 2014. So eh, little, little too recent there. Alright, man. Well, we don't want to take up your whole day or uh, steal all of your guac recipes. Uh, <laughs> you want to tell people where they can find you? Yeah, I mean, uh, of course, Facebook is always the best way. Facebook.com slash scafism. Um, you can reach us there if you're interested in booking or you just want to check us out. You know, Our shit's on YouTube. It's on Bandcamp. Um, we definitely support people buying physical releases if possible. But we appreciate downloads as well. Uh, as long as the music gets out there, you know, that's all that matters. So you can yeah. also find them at myspace.com slash yes, official. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> I was just clicking to see if the link actually works or not. It does. Oh, it does. It does. Okay. Shit. So, yeah, that's legit. There's not much on here, <laughs> but it is there. Shit, I, I didn't even know MySpace existed anymore. Yeah, they they no. they cling on somehow. <laughs> I think I think somebody bought. I think some uh, Tom, the guy you fatted, I think he sold it for like fifty million dollars, even when like no one was using it anymore, and he f***ed off with a shitload of money. And whoever bought it from it was like, we're gonna rebrand and make this the greatest social media. So the oof, big oof. That's that's what happened with MySpace. A big oof. <laughs> All right. Well, shit, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, keep us keep us updated on everything. Uh, new demo, and we'll uh, we'll definitely catch you in May. Definitely sounds great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Anytime, man. Thanks Take for coming on, dude. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Yep. Later.